<clears throat> Hello. And welcome back to another episode of Ordinary Detour. That was that was very like not well planned because it was like just like broken. Like hello and welcome. <laughs> Let's try again but do faster. Ready? Well, you, okay, so you have to like so like welcome back <laughs> is like basically one word. You don't just go hello and welcome. <laughs> like once. It's funny. Do it again. Hello. And welcome back to another episode of Ordinary Detour. I'm Michaela. I'm your host. <laughs> Michaela. <laughs> and I'm Cody. <laughs> nice. There we go. 20 out of 10 intro. Even better. Even <clears throat> better. Genius. I hope everyone's weeks, week, everyone's weeks, week, week was good. <laughs> That was hard to get out. Which is correct. I think it's just weak. It's Everyone's weak. weak. You're calling all of our listeners weak? Oh. What if they're strong? <laughs> no one's strong. All weak. <laughs> How was your week? <laughs> You're weak. You're weak. Uh. It's a hidden messages in this podcast. <laughs> oh my God. Don't read into that too much. Some of you are uh. crazy. <laughs> now you're calling people crazy. <laughs> Jeez, Michaela's coming out swinging. Oh, yes. God. We need water. Water. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I have no idea what we're talking about, but I, Michaela requested a tandem intro and I went along with it and it was horrible. It was excellent. Sure. <laughs> Actually, I got one thing that I could talk about. One which thing. Is, which is that I have finally gotten long overdue decorations for um, the apartment. I'm no longer living out of a cardboard box. <laughs> Wee! <laughs> There's some things on the walls. Yes. We, some things. Not, some not much, <laughs> but we're getting there. You know, that's fair. Also, we totally just DIY'd mad stuff this week. Like last weekend, DIY. Also, yeah, to help with like decorations and stuff. We did, we did do some DIY, but I think most of it was just we put stuff together. You know what? We did it ourselves. That's all DIY means. Do it yourself. Your whole life is DIY. Take that as inspiration. You know, you're not wrong. That is well put. Very well put. I'll give you that. Snaps Michaela for Michaela. snaps for herself. <laughs> I'm not fooling myself at all. The only one in the studio that snaps for herself. <laughs> yeah, the only one. The only one. But yeah, I don't know. I think if you put your mind to something, you can also YouTube videos. You can <laughs> learn how to do so much stuff. Also, Wiki House. Just look things up. The Internet's available. You know, I'm going to call bullshit on YouTube can help you do everything. I've been trying to build a rocket ship and go to space for some time, but SpaceX beat me. Michaela, do you have YouTube did not help me. Do you have like a hundred billion dollars? I keep watching everyone else on YouTube <laughs> succeed and I can't get there. Well, do you need like a rocket rocket or just like a rocket? I mean, I built a rocket. It exploded. Sad. 
I wasn't in it. We're good. I have one of those little balsa wood airplanes that's been sitting in my room for like two years and my stuff that I've never played with. And I need to go to the park on a nice day and play with it like a child. Thank you. Do you remember those like rockets that you got as a kid that you could launch using those old school rocket engines? Yes. Yeah, those were cool. I remember those. Also, like the the ones that you pump up like a. With air, and they can yes. do it too. <laughs> I liked those too. Yeah, anyway, they're all cool. That's 20 out of 10. You're welcome. I don't know why this reminds me, um, but the other day we were talking about like other kids' toys. <laughs> we were talking about um, like the elephant that sprays like the butterflies out of its trunk. Oh, because I put, okay. So my cat's toy had feathers fall out of it. And I was putting the feathers on top of the air purifier. So they were like flying in the air and the cat was just going like ape shit trying to play with them. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is a little too entertaining for me, too. <laughs> so, yeah. Michaela wants to buy an elephant. Yes. As an if adult. They exist. If that's what they're called. I just remember like the vivid memory of it. <laughs> I remember seeing the commercials and I was like too old for them. And I was like, I need that. <laughs> You were too old for them. I'm always too old for all the goofy stuff I do, but that's arbitrary. I mean, I'm not too old for fun activities. Like if you want to send me on an all expenses paid vacation to a water park, <laughs> I'll take it as discussed last episode or yes, last week. We love water um, parks. <laughs> I will. I'll happily do it. Like no complaints. There, you can yes. have all the elephants there you want. I won't necessarily play with them, but I'll ride all the water, so, uh, the water coasters. Water coasters. We should call water slides water coasters. It's a but movement. there are you water coasters. There's like a distinction. What? What's like a- log rides and like flume rides. Uh, I guess that's accurate. Because <laughs> you're kind of in a contraption. Water yeah. slides are like not really in something, for the most part. Mm. In my p- opinion. I mean, I think I think you could definitely be in something. It's just not roller coaster. Yeah, you're not like mega strapped down to anything because they don't want you to drown. Yeah, like, ah, uh, you're right. <laughs> I'm not sure what I would classify those. So like log rides or the flume rides are a thing. But I also think that there's those ones. They're like circular and you can sit like eight people around each other. Mm. Um, you know, and they just kind of go down like a big version of a lazy river and you get doused with like artificial waterfalls. Yeah, not sure what I would consider Some of them are that. like almost whitewater rafting style too. Yeah, some of them are really chill and some of them are kind of not so chill. I do know what you're talking about. Yes, those are pretty interesting actually. Yeah, I like those. They're always cold. <laughs> you always have to sit down and like do the weird cringe of knowing that you're sitting in like someone else's like cold butt water. Cold butt water? Yeah, I always like slap it away so I don't have to sit in someone else's cold butt water in the seat. <laughs> I, I would just call it water, but, <laughs> but cold butt water. I don't know why it needs to be cold butt water. You know, you're an overthinker when. <laughs> when you refer to water as cold butt water rather than water. Well, if it is someone's cold butt water, then it's that. But if it's just water, then it's just water, right? Well, what if it's somebody's normal water? Anyways, <laughs> do you know what sounds like a crazy ride? <laughs> um, 
shout to the extreme 76. What does that mean? I don't know. I was making <laughs> up ride names and they were really bad. Just oh. what sounds like a bad ride. Shout to the extreme 76. It's it's like Scream. It's the 76th installment. Oh my goodness. But um so <laughs> returning and blasting off to space would be terrifying. Yeah, um, we were watching a stream today of the AX-1 mission with SpaceX returning. And they're like, oh, you know, they're just coming back from 17,500 miles an hour down to 350 miles an hour. Like, it's just like not a big deal. And me and Michaela were just envisioning your 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 brain going through your skull. When you hit <laughs> Literally <that. laughs> hit the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, I mean, if you've ever like commercial air traffic commercial air traveled like you hit the landing like you land right and you get yeah. you get on the runway and then like they start breaking right away and it's pretty aggressive you're like Ugh. yeah but like Slowing this is down. just like way more extreme version it's like that times like 400 million yeah they're like oh yeah you're just a fireball it's you know 3500 uh degrees fahrenheit outside the capsule and fahrenheit. then Fahrenheit, it's Monday. <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden, like the little parachutes come out, and then you're like, whoosh. Yeah. The parachutes only come out when it's exactly 478 Fahrenheit. No. <laughs> no. Um, we were talking about like what happens if the, like, okay, so there's two sets of uh, parachutes, right? Yeah. The first set slows you down to 350 miles an hour, and the second one slows <laughs> you down to 15. If the second set doesn't come out, you're just hitting the water at 350 miles an hour. And the yeah. reality is you'll probably live, <laughs> but it might not be fun. Yeah, I was like, I wonder if there's like information on that. I mean, I wouldn't hate to see that. I don't want that to happen at all. It's just for the sake of curiosity. Um, I just feel like that would be so painful. <laughs> I feel like hitting the water in a capsule at 15 miles an hour wouldn't be so great. You know, listening to ordinary detour can be painful sometimes. Listening to you is painful. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Michaela gets defensive. What do you mean? What do you mean? Uh, no, it's... Best co-host. <laughs> sure. Only co-host. <laughs> <laughs> After this episode, it's just ordinary detour with Michaela. And Sage the cat. And Sage the cat. You just hear the screaming meows in the background. Yeah. Every time I say Sage the cat, uh, my brain does it to the tune of like Sean the sheep. Sean the sheep. <laughs> Sage the cat. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, classic. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's good. That's twenty out of ten. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Jeez is attacking Cody. <laughs> Look out for the cheese. I said cheese. <laughs> <I, clears throat> Sorry. You ever just swallow air? Because that's what happened. <clears throat> swallow la la. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, Jason Derulo or whoever that was. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, don't remember. Know. I couldn't even tell you who that's made okay. Anyway, um, I had a thought. <laughs> and it's definitely escaping me because I almost died. So, um, 
as I'm coming back to regular life now and regular Earth, life. Um, oh, are you a person that would put a? I am a person. Sorry, <laughs> what? That would put a what? <laughs> uh, are you a person that would put a picture of your cat on your wall and call it art? Because I know people like that. Absolutely. A thousand times over. Your own cat, that. though. It's not like a random cat picture. You're like, ooh, brings me joy. It's like it's your own cat. And you see the little stinker every day. Yeah, even after she attacked me today, I would still call it art. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Interesting. Now I want to, like, get Photoshop and uh, just, like, Photoshop, like, a little flower crown on top of the cat's head and put, like, a colorful background <laughs> or something super dramatic and, yeah. Mm. I am not the person that would have a cat on my wall, especially my own cat. It's kind of like, well, I guess people post pictures of themselves on their wall. Yeah, I don't know if I would call myself an art piece on my wall, <laughs> but if it was like a particularly good picture of my cat, I would be like, this is my cat art. Mm. What would you call those college photo collages where you just put a bunch of pictures of things you did plus yourself all over your wall? Overdone. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> you don't call it art, you call it overdone. Well, okay. That's like a photo wall. Yeah, I mean, which is can, art. Art isn't the eye of the beholder, yes, but I don't know. I've seen it too much. Kayla's <laughs> <laughs> like, I've been to college, been there, done that, don't want to do it again. <laughs> yeah, I never did alone. the photo wall. I just had like six pictures of my cats on my wall, fun fact. That's a photo wall to me. Small one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess, okay. Dear cat uh, on the wall person, got it. Mm-hmm. I'm like a, I'm a contemporary art person. Define contemporary art. <laughs> like modern day art. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You like the crisp look. Yes. Also neons. Neons are my friend. Neons are my friend. I like the shit everywhere look. What? Which is what? Your bedroom? <laughs> exactly. I have like I don't have so much stuff on my walls right now but I just like to put things everywhere and if I could put a tapestry on every wall I would I just like so much like noise Hmm. like visual noise like I love that so you're the person that could have like the newspaper wallpaper and you would like it I would love that yes Uh, (laughs) I just died a little bit on the inside no it's so good no (laughs) no it isn't And also, does every piece of space need to be utilized? Not every, but I don't know. I think I am just such a, like, spastically look around at everything kind of person that if I have, like, something to, like, entertain my brain in those off moments when I'm having, like, a, you know, just, like, over energy of my brain happening moment, (laughs) that's helpful to me. Like, I like that. But if it's, like, too crisp everywhere, then I'm alone with my thoughts. I don't even know how to respond to your absolutely wrong idea. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. It's just wrong. 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 <laughs> wrong. That was my terrible Trump impression. Thank you. Anyway, it was well, it's because you're wrong. <laughs> wrong. 
the wheeze is strong today. But um, yeah, so we watched the AX-1 mission splash down today, like way too many days after they were supposed to come home, like a week later. Can you imagine that? Can you be like, yo, you're going to space. And then you're like, okay, let me do some planning. All right, we're going to okay. go to space for um, seven days because uh, we're going to do some experiments. And they're like, all right. Um, actually, you got to be in space for like two times that. <laughs> I hope you brought enough food. Oh, oh. Ah. I'm dying. <laughs> At the, I was in the splash zone. <laughs> it was not that bad. Jeez. No, maybe it was the wind zone then. <laughs> anyway, um, where what was this? Allergy saying? season. Uh, you were saying like, oh, you're going to be in space for two times longer. Yeah, two times longer. <laughs> um, and they're like, they, they're coming out, right? Because they take them out afterwards. And they're like, I can't walk. I forgot how. Because gravity. <laughs> <laughs> like, so if you plan to be up in space for a week and you end up in space for like two and a half weeks, um, you end up gravity kind of kicks your butt. Yeah. So. I, I feel mean, like that would be very hard to come back to. We were talking about, you know, it'd be like struggle some reentry when you're like flying at 17,500 miles per hour. And then, you know, let alone that entire time, like you're getting like heavy, like you're coming back to regular Earth gravity. So you're just like so heavy when I just feel like my arms would just feel like bricks, just bricks. Mm. Yeah, I guess I could see that. Sometimes I get heavy anyway. Like, after a long day, I'm like, my body's so heavy. Yeah, I think that's normal. Yeah. But I feel like it'd be way worse after you came back from space. They so let fun, the homies, like, sit for a while. <laughs> fun fact, G-force is just a multiplication of gravity. I so didn't it's know like that until the other day. Multiple Gs, like, two Gs is just double gravity. You're feeling gravity times two. Because of Gravity. acceleration or uh, you know, centrifuge, something that's creating this excess amount of gravity being pushed down on you. Does that mean you weigh twice as much? In theory, yeah. Physics, in, in physical theory, theory, yeah. Like through physics, yes. Because you'd imagine. Yes. In that exactly exact that moment. But, but if you paused, you would weigh the same. Because... Right. There's no, there's none of that extra pressure pushing on you. Well, right. That's what makes G-Force G-Force. Yeah. Yeah. It's just interesting to think about. You're welcome. This has been Scientists or Science with Ordinary Detour. Odie the Science Guy. Oh, no. Hey, 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 hey. What, Bill Nye the I was like, wait, I have to think of the <laughs> You're name like, now. who is that? <laughs> yeah. Dude. I'm pretty sure Bill Nye had like episodes like recently. Yeah. I'm Do you sure remember seeing that? Yeah. That's so funny. I was like, yes, that's great. Uh, 20 out of 10. That's what made my um, grade school experience. Absolutely 20 out of 10 in the science department. I feel that. Yeah. No joke. All right. Am I missing some of your talking points? I feel like you had talking points and I just went on a tangent this whole episode. No, you're good. We've been talking about it. Uh, mostly I wanted to talk about like the space mission because oh. we like to talk about space a lot. That's part of it. It's 
also more things because SpaceX is tied to Elon and Elon's crazy, but it's fine. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I had a good joke earlier and I have to say it on the air. Um, so, you know, after the capsule comes back, it's all like burnt and they called it a little toasted marshmallow because it gets all like charred up from the reentry yeah. and the actual capsule is just like white normally. And I was like, we were, you know, we were like giggling because it's called a toasted marshmallow. And I was like, it does look like a toasted marshmallow, a toxic one. <laughs> but there's so much gunk on that thing. Like there's mad shit on there. And they just make it look brand new every time after they throw it back up in the sky. I was like, what kind of Windex they got? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, that's insane. How do you get that shit off there? I can't even get like a stain out of my sink. <laughs> you know, the people that clean the grills at like your, your local burger joint. They just have a bunch of them. A bunch of them. They let the grill guys at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, That's why SpaceX they... was hiring for cooks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just, <laughs> and sometimes you cook on top of the um, spaceship after it comes back to Earth because it was like, what? What'd they say? 3,500 degrees? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no boy. <laughs> That's crazy. Make some good grade A burgers um, in, in toxic radioactive gunk from burning through the atmosphere be your last burger i'd hope it'd be a good one yeah and they also wear like <laughs> gas masks yeah. um, when they go up to PPE. the yeah PPE. um but they're just straight up like gas masks they're like hardcore ppe yeah um, when they go up to the spaceship it's just really interesting and to think we went for, we went to this which is like a pod in the sky from what was essentially airplanes. They were just glorified airplanes in the sky during the shuttle days. It's just crazy to me. Yeah, no kidding. Um, one of the, I think it was the mission pilot. Um, he actually was the first person to go to the deepest depths a human could go to in the ocean and going to space within one year's time. Um, that's crazy. And he's an older gentleman too. So I was like, damn dude, you're doing so much. Mm -hmm. I get crunchy getting out of bed sometimes in the morning. <laughs> I can't imagine like going to space and going to the freaking bottom of the ocean. But ocean scares me a lot. The pressure. I get like five feet deep and I'm like, I'm dying. My brain's like actively exploding right now. Yeah. Pressure really hits you fast underwater. Yeah. I really don't like it. I feel like I can't breathe. It's just too much for me. Yeah. I like swimming. I, I like water, but. 10 feet deep, I'm like. Oh. Yeah, no, I mean, that's <laughs> fair. That's what makes scuba diving so dangerous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Props to scuba divers. <clears throat> yeah, and then the pressure, um, obviously. I mean, you hear the bends because you came up too fast, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that seems pretty um uncomfortable. <laughs> Not so good. <laughs> yeah, I but mean. Scuba diving, I feel like that's almost equally as unexplored as space. Yeah. I mean, space is just huge and infinite, but like the bottom of our ocean, like the deepest parts, like we don't really know what's down there. We haven't explored the whole bottom of the ocean. Not at all. Not even close. And if you like go on Google Earth and you just zoom in a little bit and scroll across the whole Pacific, like that's that's a fat amount of water. That's so much water. Like, that is so scary. Being lost in the middle of that, that's a big fear. 
Yeah, and I mean, how many animals are down there that we don't know about? Right. Which, no offense to people that believe in aliens, but far more likely to have <laughs> unex, uh, like unidentified um, life near the bottom of the ocean that we or were unaware of previously um, than there is to be in space. I used to watch all these like conspiracy documentaries. I'm pretty sure they're like history channel ones. I don't know. It was like the late night weird stuff, but <laughs> um, there's like those mermaid documentaries where they're like, we've definitely found like skeletal person fish remains and like all these like weird pictures. And it's like, what? <laughs> it's just interesting. Mm. Yeah, it is weird. Either way, I think I'm more of a space person. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. But the bottom of the ocean's still cool. I'll give you that. Because, like, okay, at least if you're in space, you can still see, like, the Earth and stars and the moon and pretty things. But if you're underwater, like, it's just black. I There's hate to, no light. Well, and I hate to break to you guys how you think we all interconnectedly, like, are able to talk to each other and everything um, through, like, the Internet. It's just giant, long, long cables that sit on the bottom of the ocean. I'm not even kidding. Like yeah. That's actually what it is. That's so weird. The fact that we decided as like a human race to eh, just plop it down there. I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they shield them, but like that doesn't mean they don't get attacked by sharks here and there. Yeah, I've definitely heard about that. That's whack. That's so whack. Yeah. Shark attacks the internet. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> okay, Literally. You know what else I was thinking? Um, we were talking about like deep space missions and going to Mars and blah blah woof woof. And you know, we were saying like you and I were talking about how we wouldn't be able to communicate like over the internet and like social media with people like on the moon, on Mars, elsewhere. Yeah, this is true. So like I need someone to help me design. Um like the next social media for like people on the moon and like people on Mars. <laughs> because Michaela can't live without social media. Yes, I can uh, easily. Um, <laughs> We're going to call it Michaela net. Michaela net. M net. You've heard it here first. M for Mars. Thank you. Patented registered trademarked. Amy. <laughs> Anyways. I think it'd be cool if they had their own little like internet thing or like thing. I'm calling it M cubed Michaela Mars and the moon. <laughs> you might be onto something. <laughs> that was so smart. <laughs> but yeah, I think it'd be cool. You know, you can talk to like on your moon colony. You can be like, you can, I am your buddy, like the next like tube down or what? The tube. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Like Do you biome, like I don't. They probably live in something. Like I'm in my moon around. tube today, guys. Would they just like live in their spacesuits outside? How is this colony gonna go? Are we're they gonna just, make like we're a gonna make a moon structure atmosphere and pump pump oxygen into it? No, that's like a real question, though. Is that what they were gonna do? You know, who knows? <laughs> I guess we'll find out. It'd be a. Uh, a little concerning. I'd be scared my big bubble if it wasn't uh, sealed down properly. It would just like float away or something. I mean, it's like we have biomes on Earth. Because mm -hmm. like they, that's where they keep like 
um, animals like butterflies and stuff in harsh winter states during the winter time, and they can just come up and land on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think it'd be so cool if there's like little bubbles. So, I mean, they could do that on the moon, practically. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, it'd be cool. Um, so yeah, space stuff. <laughs> yeah, space stuff. Yeah, the um, AX-1 mission was for Axiom Space. They were, it was like the uh, first all-private flight, like astronaut flight, Yep. to the International Space Station. I said that really stupid. <laughs> nah, you're all good. It, was, it, it shortly followed up NASA um, sending a couple astronauts up, and then it, or no, it followed up Inspiration 4. Yeah, I think that was like the most recent biggest people mission from SpaceX. It might have been NASA prior to that, but Inspiration 4 wasn't too long ago either. Yeah. Um, and uh, that was the those individuals that were non-astronauts that became astronauts by going to space mm-hmm. um, and just circling the Earth for fun for like, what, three days was it? Something like that. I think so. And then yeah. they just came home. And they were higher than the ISS. Yeah. In their orbit. Yeah. They just booked out. They were like, let's let's just have fun and just keep booking out in the orbit. And then they just came back. I also funsies. love their microgravity indicators because they're always plushies on a string. <laughs> and it's so <laughs> cute. Um, the AX1 team had like a little rabbit. And it was adorable. <laughs> yeah, I love them too. I would... Uh, I don't know what my plushie would be. Maybe it would be a panda. A panda? I can see that. Mm-hmm. I would probably have a cat plushie. Or a koala. Hmm. I like red pandas, though, too. Yes, red pandas are so com. Or I might have, like, a chicken plushie. I think that would be funny. <laughs> I can run. <laughs> I would piss everybody else off. Can we just put a rubber duck on a string? That would work. <laughs> yeah. But then it would like slap around real hard when you came back into gravity. Nah. Be fine. It's a little rubber. It's got air in the middle. That's fair. Um, Oh, we also learned about the most advanced air conditioner in your clothing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The nitrous oxygen mixture that they were just flushing to keep the astronauts comfortable. Yeah, because, you know, the capsule you're in is uh, the outside is 3,500 degrees Fahrenheit, or yeah. should I say Fahrenheit? Fahrenheit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, they need to use some chemicals and stuff to. Chemicals and stuff, lol. <laughs> to keep you comfy. <laughs> They're just elements from Earth, but <laughs> I know. close enough. Good enough. <laughs> they a, have to use a, a mixture of something. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they're just, uh, so the, the air we breathe every day is mostly nitrogen um, yeah. and then also oxygen. So we're just consuming up the oxygen portion. But anyway. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was Elon Musk's offer of like 45, what, billion dollars? Million dollars? I don't, I don't know remember. at this point. He's worth both of those things combined, so it doesn't even matter. Um, to buy Twitter, and I saw a post. I don't know if it's real. I didn't fact check it, but it was like 
back in 2017 or something. Um, let me see. He was like, I love Twitter on December in 2017. And then someone replied, you should buy it then. And then he goes, well, how much is it? <laughs> I hope that was real because that's so funny. <laughs> and then um, there's just so many memes about this. Like there's a picture of Elon Musk and then like the Twitter bird. And it just says, I'm the captain now. <laughs> mm. I'm I mean, the captain now. $44 billion is not a small chunk of change. I just, I really want to know, is Twitter worth $44 billion, or was this just the number he pulled out of his, his arse and was like, uh, I want to buy Twitter? Yeah, that's a really good question. Because who, like, how do you even determine what that's worth? I'm going to look up Twitter now. I mean, there are ways to value uh, business. I don't know if, Twitter's worth that. I guess I don't know what a social media... I mean, I know for sure that Facebook has significantly more value, so I'm not sure. Yeah. is a good question. Anyway. I mean, um, it's got to be worth something. Well, this macrotrends.net article, take it with a grain of salt or sand or whatever the saying is, but it says uh, Twitter's net worth as of April 21 of this year is $35.25 billion. So not what he offered. So he overshot by like $10 billion. That's insane. Yeah, and I think he already held like, what, 10% of it? Yeah. Didn't you say someone else like tried to... Uh, no, didn't him. try. Um, there was an investment group that did outbuy um, Elon's shares. Um, like, I interesting say it was move? Vanguard group or something. <laughs> like, what was the motive in that? I'm just because. I think it was for investments. So, like, mutual funds are frequently um, businesses' uh, investments, and, and they're using those dividends to pay back into the investment group um, to basically make people money on mutual funds. Mm -hmm. So I think it was all investing through Wall Street is what I think it was. I didn't look terribly hard into that. That's fair. Um, <laughs> it definitely will be interesting. I know that he has been saying things like, oh, if the 10% of people on the leftmost and the rightmost side of like the political spectrum are, are both unhappy, then like social media as having its rules like pretty well met and well balanced to piss everybody off. <laughs> hmm. And he's like huge on making Twitter like this big free speech thing, um, which is really interesting. So I guess we'll have to see if he actually is able to go through with this big takeover of Twitter and what happens after that. What's in store for the app and social media. Yeah, I think you were saying there are some memes. Um, <laughs> do you want to share the memes you saw regarding Twitter? Yeah, I think I don't think I saved much of them, but it's OK. Um, I know one of them was like uh, just like there's so many different versions of this one out there. But it was this guy like throwing his hands in the air and he was like <laughs> the caption said when 
Elon Musk buys Twitter for $45 billion, but I downloaded it for free. <laughs> or like, when will Elon realize that he can just download it for free in the app store or something? Like, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, it was very funny. I just, I also want you to share because I laughed a little bit. Obviously, we know that that's not how it works. Like, he's buying into the whole thing, but yeah, it's funny. It is pretty funny. Good. Um. <laughs> yeah, I think those are the only ones I saved from earlier. Is the I'm the captain now one, and then like you should buy it then. <laughs> but <sighs> there's a ton. There's no shortage of Elon Musk memes, or like Elon Musk Twitter takeover memes. Yeah, I mean that's true. It's a hot space to be in. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there was another text post about it and it was like when I'm not sure how the phrasing went, but I've seen different variations by different sources about it. But they're like, when you are so sick of getting bullied on Twitter that you just buy it so that you can like get rid of everyone that makes fun of you. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's the ultimate like, so you go to high school, right? And then you're bullied <laughs> because your name's something like Elon or something like that. That's I fair. <laughs> I don't know, but you're bullied in high school, right? Um, and then, like, your ultimate, like, middle finger back to those that bullied you is like, <laughs> hi, I own the social media network you run. <laughs> yeah, literally. Or that you were, like, so popular on now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like, oh, sorry, it's mine. The whole thing is I mine. I also put people in space. And make the like one of the most coveted and valued cars um in mass production and control people's minds using neural links and all these other things because it's just ridiculous how many companies exist in in the portfolio. But yeah. Yeah, this guy's crazy. Like I maybe he's an alien, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to hop down the conspiracy train. And I think that's enough <laughs> Elon talk for this episode. Um, we can call it terrible tangent. Terrible tangent. That's a good one. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. I hope you are also enjoying watching this space travel boom. You're watching our episode of space travel boom. I didn't know we made one of those. Um, when did it's we when we go a to video space. podcast? <laughs> Please. Send us to space. <laughs> okay, I'll strap a GoPro on a, one of my high school like science project rockets, and we'll call it a, a video podcast log. Yay! <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted your outro. Go for it. No, you're good. That's all I really had. <laughs> I usually just say, have a good week. We'll see you next time. Stay classy. Do great things. Eat grassy. You know, I have a, <laughs> uh, a person uh, that ends every meeting with go forth and do great things. And now it, I feel that I can feel compelled to say it because it's a great ending. It's such a, a good outro. You got to have like a good outro. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, get your intros, your outros and your life mottos. Drop some truth on these kids. Eh, fair enough. <laughs> okay, go forth, do great things. See you all later next year sometime. No, I'm just kidding. Next episode. See you guys next week.